I'm Ed Barone, co-founder of RentReady, the platform that makes renting easy for landlords and tenants. With this podcast, we aim to help landlords learn, scale, and invest. We also want to help you tackle the business side of real estate investing because being an investor or getting your first investment requires you to be an entrepreneur. It's about mindset and strategy. We partner with successful real estate investors, offering you advice and guidance on how to get started, how to scale your real estate portfolio, and how to run your business for profit. Before we get started, for those of you who aren't familiar with RentReady, we're an all-in-one property management platform. We help landlords manage tenants and properties by providing services for every step of the landlord process, including payments, finding the best tenants, lease signing, communications, maintenance, and a whole lot more. This week, we're welcoming Dan Cohan to the Real Estate Pod. Dan is a rookie real estate investor, and at just 20 years old, he's purchased a duplex that he is currently house hacking. Dan is using his experience to share advice on how to find tenants and manage rentals for our rookie real estate investors. Let's get started. What's up, guys? Dan Cohan here, and in this video, I'm going to go over the best loan options for landlords and real estate investors. The best loan options for real estate investors and landlords, um, first and foremost, it really depends on what stage you're in. If you're, if you have no properties yet and you're looking to get into rental real estate, um, by far the best option for you is going to be, uh, getting some kind of primary, lo- primary residence loan, getting a house or most, a small multifamily and house hacking in that property. The rate and term of that loan is going to be far superior to any kind of investment financing you're going to find. Um, typically on those, you're going to be able to get into a, a house. A house is going to be the cheapest financing in terms of interest rate and down payment. You know, a small multifamily, you're looking at 30 year loan term and probably, you know, somewhere around a 4% interest rate, but you could be getting into it for as little as three and a half percent down, which is awesome. Now, beyond that, if you're at a stage like I'm at where I've used all my primary residence loans, um, you're now going to have to use commercial or or investment financing, you know, the best forms of it are probably going to be through local banks in your area um, as they are going to be, this is where you're going to start getting into relationship banking, which is great because uh, the the terms for investment banking and commercial banking are a lot looser than, you know, like residential mortgages and things like that. And, you know, how they, uh, once you have that relationship, you know, and you have a good relationship, they have, they know who you are, they know, you know, it's going to be far easier to qualify for, for loans, but there's drawbacks to that. Biggest being is the rate and terms are worse um, than residential real estate. I would go ahead and call a bunch of banks. And again, you know, with that, if you're getting, you know, a quote from one, one bank that's comparable to a quote from another bank, you know, you can, there's no reason you can't take the quote from this bank and take it over to the other bank and say, hey, you know, can you beat this rate? And quote, the, the rates are not as fixed, right? Because they have margin built into the bank uh, above the, the government rate and they can cut into those those if they, you know, want the loan bad enough, right? So other financing options are going to be like private money. If you can find a good private money lender, that's going to be extremely relationship based. They are out there. Typically their rate in terms, uh, you know, it, it's very variable because they really have their own underwriting, their own rate in terms. Um, but they're going to be, uh, you know, very, uh, you may, you're probably going to get, it's typically, you know, worse rates than the bank. Um, but with that, you're going to get a lot more flexible underwriting, uh, because it's going to be very much more based on your relationship with that person rather than, um, necessarily their underwriting department, because they're going to be underwriting all their own loans. And also with that private money, it's not going to show up on your credit report and stuff like that. So it might not work against your DTI and so on and so forth. 
Now, a little bonus if you're trying to flip houses is, you know, uh, if you have to use hard money, um, then, you know, not all hard money lenders are created equal. And I would shop them all to death because uh, there's a ton of varying costs and closing costs and rate and terms and everything else. So make sure you're getting the best deal. Uh, you know, with that, guys, make sure the people that you're working with are going to be good people to work with. Make sure they're responsive, that they know what they're doing. Other loan options for you guys are, are going to be lines of credit. Now, whether you're out acquiring properties, um, you know, especially now trying to acquire stuff, really the only, you know, because prices are so high, um, the only ways you're really able to negotiate is with offering cash and, you know, lowering your closing time and then, you know, like waiving inspections and things like that, right? And those are all great tactics. But to do that, you obviously have to have that cash. Or if you have a relationship with a bank or say you can get, you know, home equity line of credit or something and you can get, you know, cash in the, in the eyes of the seller, you can use that to acquire more property. So if you get a line of credit based on your uh, home's value or potentially your uh, real estate assets, if you have equity built up, you can get a line of credit instead of refinancing and use that cash to go and acquire more deals uh, and, and put in cash offers on things. So I hope that was a lot of good value for you. Uh, if you enjoyed the video, go ahead and hit the like and the subscribe button down below. And guys, if you're looking for an awesome rental management software that's going to help you save time, uh, screen your tenants that I use personally, go ahead and check out Rent Ready in the description below. Use my code DAN20 for 20% off your Rent Ready subscription, and I will see you in the next chapter. Thanks for listening. We're so grateful to be able to learn from these active investors, entrepreneurs, and all-around amazing individuals who want to share their success with you. The real estate investing community really is a unique community to be a part of. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can rate or review the podcast in whatever podcast app you're listening to. It would mean a great deal to us to learn what you like, what you don't like, and even questions we can answer on your behalf. You can also subscribe to The Real Estate Pod on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.